Hey everybody, Lance here. I want to present this real special show. I was able to sit down with Bradley and Marcus from Second Sight Publishing, an exciting, amazing, you'll hear me use all these adjectives during the show, uh, new comic publisher coming up. And they talked to me about their history, what it takes to break in, and pointers, you know, just to kind of improve your portfolio and improve your chances of getting published. Um, we did it for Fan Expo. It was a blast. I had a, I had so much fun. I learned a lot. Hopefully you do too. So here we go. Our special Fan Expo presentation with Second Sights. All right. Welcome to this special chat with Second Sight Studios. I'm joined with uh, by Bradley and Marcus. Guys, how are y'all doing today? Oh, can't complain, man. Nice. So, uh, one, thank you so much for doing this, uh, taking time out of your busy schedules and with everything going on. Uh, I know both of you guys, we were talking earlier off mic, and you got storms and stuff in your area, so fingers crossed, prayers, that, you know, everything is safe. Uh, I'm going to let y'all talk a little bit about yourselves. You know, you're Glyph-nominated uh, writers, you're amazing talents. Like, I was looking at all your books that y'all have done, uh, not just as a company, but individually. And it's just really awesome and amazing. And so such variety and talent. It's really impressive. Um, Bradley, why don't you go first and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Bradley Golden. I'm the CEO and founder of Second Sight Publishing. I've written titles such as, um, Leave on the Light with Anonymous Press, um, Cold Blooded in their horror comics anthology, I've created Mississippi Zombie for Caliber, um, and I've recently got nominated for a Glyph Comics Award for Leave on the Light. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Uh, Marcus, how about, how about you tell us a little more about yourself? All right, well, uh, I'm Marcus Roberts. Uh, I also was uh, nominated for a Glyph Comic Award this year for Hedge Hollow. I uh, was nominated for a Glyph Comic Award last year for my title, The Protector. Uh, I am a hardcore independent comic creator, hardcore independent comic supporter. Uh, I started out working freelance for the World of Black Heroes website and have been, been a, contributor, a contributor for the Independent Creators Connection, uh, ICC.com, uh, ICC Magazine. Uh, like I said, a big independent guy. I believe in independent creators and uh, I've worked hard to try to get them on the, on the map. Nice. And yeah, I, I'm a big indie comic. I mean, I do get some from the big two, but I think indie comics are really where it's at. And I'm not the only one. You know, you see a lot of the big names going to indie studios and things because of uh, the freedom you have. You know, you can tell your story. You're not tied down to oh, well, this person's going to be in a movie, so I have to write about this person now, or this person, you know, they're writing, they're doing a cartoon about them, so I can't use that person. Uh, you know, you're able to tell your stories. And I think that's something that's really cool about Second Sight is the, the stories that y'all have, that you publish, aren't like anything out there. You know, you, you, people may see and be like, oh, that's a, that's a zombie book. 
but it's they're different, you know, than all the other books. Um, I was looking at your your catalog, you know, and you can look at something like Lady Freedom. And by the way, all the books we're talking about today, people can go to their local comic shop or onto your website and uh, order them, or you know, pre-order them and things like that. So definitely make sure you all check that out. The website is secondsightpublishing.com. Um, so make sure, you know, if any of these sound cool, there you go, check them out. But like Lady Freedom, you know, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's, that's like a kind of a superhero book. But then when you actually look at the description and what it's about, it's, you know, y'all are taking main quote unquote mainstream comics uh, ideas, but not only making your own, but putting a unique spin and telling stories and sharing voices that nobody else is doing. And I, I think that's really cool. What kind of prompted all that? You know, did y'all see everything else and like, this is all garbage. We're going to do our own thing or what's the story behind that? Well, uh, the one thing about second sight publishing is we aren't, a group of business guys who got together that said we wanted to start a comic book company. We're all independent comic book creators ourselves. Uh, Bradley was doing his own thing. I was doing my own thing. Spike Gerald, who is the creator of Lady Freedom, was doing his own thing. And that's my grandson back there in the background, if y'all can hear that. Uh, he, wants, hello he, wants, he loves comics already. He wants to be part of the conversation. Oh, uh, he's saying hello to everybody. He's fascinated with technology. Nice. But uh, anyway, and then you have Peter Brewer. And uh, Peter, Bradley, and I did this comic book together, Mississippi Zombie, the, the very first iteration of Mississippi Zombie. And Bradley was saying, you know, this is really what I really want to do. I want to get independent comic book creators together and do things and, and bring some people that you ordinarily won't see to the forefront. So we got on the mission. We started looking for these people whom they got good quality stuff. The art is quality, the writing is quality, the story, everything is quality. They just hadn't been seen or you hadn't seen their books or you don't know their names. And we said, well, these are the guys that we want to work with. These are the guys, this is the, these are the guys that they're working hard. They're trying to get their stuff out and they need a boost. And we wanted to be able to give them that boost. Nice. Yeah. That, uh, I'm glad you said it like that, like that, that boost that you talk about, you know, so many, I talked about how there's so many independents out there. Like a lot of things are going that way and that's great. But like you said, you know, sometimes you get kind of lost in the sea, especially if you don't have a publisher behind you, you know, if you're just having your book at, conventions or at your local comic shop you know it's it's hard to get noticed to stand out and you know when something has that publisher seal it has that second sight seal on it it automatically rises and another cool thing that y'all do to to stand out is and I've, I've been following it on Facebook a lot is variant covers and I I love how you're doing it because you know you look at there was some book I forgot. I just saw the previews for, and it had like 14 variant covers. What you need 14 variant covers for, I don't know. But, you know, y'all are just doing like short, you know, one or two, and they're all really neat. Either bringing in established artists, which is awesome because, you know, they're these independent creators, they would never dream of getting 
you know, some of these artists that y'all have doing covers on their books. So that's cool. Or they're like homage covers, uh, you know, to classic covers and things. Um, kind of when it comes to variant covers and when it comes to that strategy, um, is it is it kind of, hey, let's let's see what we can do. Let's have some fun. Or is it more, I mean, I know it's all business. You said you guys aren't business guys, uh, but so where is that line kind of drawn as far as, okay, we're just going to have fun with this uh, versus we're, we're going to have 14 covers. I mean, I know you guys wouldn't have 14 covers, but how, when it comes to variant cover models, like what's that uh, design process? Well, uh, imagine when you were, say 14 years old and the coolest job that you could have you were actually working it uh that's what as being an independent comic book creator and now being a publisher that's what i'm doing like i'm the, i'm an independent comic book creator now i get a chance to publish books so what would i do with that book if it were mine i would throw in another cup so the variant is born uh some of the some of these guys, uh, one of the creators we signed, uh, particularly Alfred Page. Alfred Page is a cover guy. We call him a cover guy because uh, he likes covers. He He's from the, the 90s era, the old image, that type of thing, when, you know, the covers were the thing. So he likes to put focus on that. So you may get two or three variant covers from him. Everybody's not a variant cover person for their books or their properties, but, you know, like I said, us being creators first, we always think, okay, what would we do with our book that would actually help it, give that boost that I mentioned? Mm. And sometimes just having another cover to choose from is the boost that's needed. Yeah. And, you know, like we were saying, you know, that's going to help it stand out because some people, you know, prefer the the dramatic action cover and some prefer like a pinup style or pin up you know just a single character doing something uh cover so it's awesome you know you're appealing to multiple audiences and crowds you know catching their eye uh because that's that's what gets them to the book you know it's all they always talk about you know the cover is what gets them to pick up the book the art is what gets them to buy the book and the writing is what gets them to buy the next issue or you know kind of how that trickles down and so yeah. And that's from all the titles I've seen from y'all, you know, that's definitely, I love the previews. Let me, let me sidetrack here. Uh, the, the previews and stuff like the little teases that y'all do on social media. I think that's really cool. And I think it's really important uh, in today's marketplace, you know, not just 2020, but in our digital marketplace, having that presence there. And yeah. Uh, again, that boost that, that we keep mentioning, you know, if, if I share, let's say I, let's say I have a book, if I share it, it's only going to reach this many people. But with you guys taking a creator and getting their book, all of a sudden, just a simple tweet of, Hey, we have this new book coming out. It's expanded it. So that, that boost, I think that's the perfect word uh, for what y'all are doing. And I, I just admire that. And so, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was uh, I was going to say, and uh, if you notice, Bradley doesn't do a lot of talking. That <laughs> that's what he hired me for to talk. 
But uh, the one thing about the company is is that we the way we the way we're set up, we um because once again we were independent creators, we know what it means to wear a lot of hats. Because that means you have to do your own marketing, you have to do your own finance, you have to be your own accountant, you have to be everything because you're independent. So recognizing that we have specific people to do specific things. That way you don't have just one or two people trying to do everything. Uh, Peter Brewer is our social media and marketing person. And I mean, Peter is excellent at it. Peter's an independent comic book creator. Peter knows this is what I need to do to get things out to get my books published. He's been doing it for years. Now he's just doing it on a bigger scale which is important because now I don't have to worry about trying to market stuff and Peter doesn't have to worry about going out trying to get submissions, editing stuff and things of that nature. He can just take care of social media. Yeah. So I, I think that that's important that that setup is important. And as well as with the uh, art direction, you know, we don't have to stop what we're doing to do art corrections, to, to edit art or anything like that. That's what Spike Gerald is for. And that's what Spike does, uh, along with the art and scheduling of the books and things of that nature. So we have, instead of you got one person wearing many hats, we've distributed the hats to the people who wear them the best. And it's been effective for us. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's smart. I mean, <laughs> you know, because uh, it, it allows you to focus more on what you love. You know, as an independent creator, like you said, if you're having to juggle all this, it's really hard to do, okay, I'm going to draw this book. Okay, well, wait, I have to make that post. Oh, wait, I have to make sure my letterer is doing this. Oh, wait, I have to do, you know, and yeah. it's, and I think that that comes through in the quality, you know, it's, you're able to see it in any individual's work if they're able to focus on what they love and as you mentioned you know we we're all here because we love comics we love making comics and if you're able to make comics and do social media and just do one or two other things um you know that passion really shines through and it's it's beautiful you know it, you, you see it it's not just somebody sitting at a desk having to do everything you know they're able to do what they love and uh more publishers need to kind of realize i mean i'm not i'm not not naming names or saying anything but you know i think more uh, especially independent and big publishers you know kind of need to because even at the big level i know there's guys at the big two that have to do their own marketing and their own publish or all their own uh media stuff and the fact that you guys help with that and do all that i mean Y'all are doing stuff that the big two aren't. And I think that's, that's, it's one of the reasons I took a big interest in your company. And I think it's really uh, just inspiring at, at what y'all do. And so that's, that's cool that you stay true to your roots as an independent creator, but also, you know, how, but you know, you also know what needs to be done and you do it right. And so that, that kudos to you for that. <laughs> well, thank you. I think it's important that people understand and realize that, we aren't we aren't guys that trickled down from the big two or big three or, or any of the big companies that branched off and started our own company. We started out from the bottom as independent creators and joined forces. So we know the struggle. We understand the struggle 
better than most creatives realize. And that includes the things, uh, even, even as Kickstarters, uh, as a company, we don't, engo- we don't get involved in your Kickstarter. We do not want to touch your money. We're publishing your book. Why do we need to touch your money? The book is so that even in that attitude, that's just different. We we know and understand independent creators and their needs, and we're able to address it because we had to have those same things addressed for ourselves when we were creating our own properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, um, a lot of people. And I'm sure y'all run into this. People who are like, oh, hey, I, I can make a comic. I got an idea for a comic. And they don't realize, okay, let's say you're a writer and you have an idea for a comic. Writing a comic is not, it's not like writing anything else, not a novel, not even screenplay. There's so much to it. And then you have to find your artist. And then depending on that, you may have to find an inker and then a letter and then an editor and then a publisher. And then, you know, these, these hats you talk about and, uh, I think indie guys, you know, uh, what what you guys are doing are helping kind of alleviate that that diving into the deep end. You know, it's like because yeah. people just think, oh yeah, I'm gonna make a comic, and especially, uh, you know, for better or worse, with Kickstarter and Indiegogo, anybody can put a comic out there. Uh, you yeah. know, and a lot of people have this illusion that well in in props if you get to the point where you have a finished comic uh, whatever level you are i mean that's that's a journey and i'll give anybody credit for that but they don't realize that that is just part of it and you know you guys kind of help like okay no there's so much more uh you know you deal with diamond and um well all the diamond (laughs) stuff right now but (laughs) i know enough about the behind the scenes stuff just to know that it's insane um and so you know that's what y'all y'all do and so when when you do that like when you find a submission and we'll get into submissions uh, in a in a minute but when you find a submission that you you like in everything um what's what's happens after that like you you know y'all find this book you're like okay this is really good we love this uh, you're you're part of us now. What what's the goes on after that? Well, the the first thing I do is turn them over to Bradley Golden, and Bradley <laughs> can tell you what happens after that. I um, when it comes to us actually picking a book, um, there's a three step process that's in there. First off, we as a collective group, me, Mark, is a spite, determine the quality of the said book. Does it meet the quality that we're trying to um, get and publish with the, with, without, with, with, with the company? Um, second, we have to go with you know, the colors and the letters. Usually, after we decide on a certain book, we go into the um, a little meeting where we determine what's the best route to promote it. With with us, once we get a book, it's deciding how to promote first thing. Should we promote this as a uh, hard child, like a, as a hard series, or 
homegrown or try to get it into like a trade or whatnot? What's best for this particular type? Uh, we, we currently have a couple of books that were better as trades instead of, say, miniseries. Whereas instead of telling different stories in different parts, we felt like just telling the, 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 the story as a whole would be more beneficial instead of releasing it on a monthly basis. After we determine the promotion part of it, the promotion aspect of it, we're going to the um the submitted diamond um print count that we're looking for. Um, and we talked with our PR guy, which is Peter, about putting it on all of the social media, um, sending it to all of the um, comic websites, doing a, a news release blast on it. And from, from there, we're going to that, um, getting it set up, you know, what the cover's going to look like. Do we want this trade dress on it? Or we want trade dress in the back? What now? Going through the cost. Also, I mean, there's a lot of different things going on. I can decide to pick, pick up, pick the title up. We have to uh, figure out where it's going to fall in our schedule, our print schedule. Uh, I mean, it, it's. Once we pick up a book, it takes. I want to say, Mark, it's probably, what, two, two and a half weeks to settle, settle in on where it's going to fall in our print schedule, what it's going to be, the, a, a trade or a miniseries, and if it's going to change letters or change the artists on the book, about, about two and a half weeks. And then something else, too, that uh, that we we feel is important to mention, and that is, we expect a production schedule on the books and that's important um yeah we are looking to publish one shots single issues but we aren't looking for those now right now we're looking for people who already have some books in uh and are working on series and we want to put them on a production schedule and they're going to have to produce a certain number of books per year or however it's determined so uh, it takes somebody who is really focused and committed to making comic books and actually publishing comic books through a company because that's not for every independent creator. Uh, some independent creators are comfortable publishing one book a year and you know, if they have a year and a half gap between that book, that's okay. There's some professional creators that are on that schedule too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's anybody can make a comic, but can you complete a comic? There's those are two different things. You can start it and have one issue down and then you know down to one by issue two and three. Will you be dedicated enough to finish it? I've been I've been doing this for a while now and I, I've noticed a lot of people tend to want to create can create, but they can't complete. So that's one of the things that, like, submitting to us, we at least want to see that you have two issues. There. Preferably the whole run. If you, if, if you, you have a better chance of getting in with us if you have a complete two or three issue ministry done. If you have, have that done, 
your chance of getting in with us is a lot higher than say someone that, that has only like half of half first issue. So that's 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 the main thing. We wanna see can you actually complete the run and not just one one issue. That's one stay on stay on stay on fast. Yeah. That's one thing I, I noticed a lot of submission guidelines. They're like, well, you know, we need four pages of art, of finished art. And I'm like, four pages isn't, like you say, I mean, anybody can do four pages. That's, that's not even a whole book. Um, so that, as a, as a reader, I appreciate that, that y'all want the whole thing because, like you said, there's big, big. I mean, I mean don't get me wrong. I mean, we do want to see, like, if, if you pitch to us, we do want to see, well, I think five or six pages of complete work, but also let us know where you're at with this, with said book. Mm -hmm. That goes, that, that, that goes a long way into actually getting in with Second Sight Publishing. Now, if you submit five pages, six pages, and them the only thing you got done, it happens. <laughs> Real slim. You know, yeah. you know, if we got a in, we're gonna have to throw it into a actual print and release schedule. And you, you you're gonna have to hit that deadline that we're gonna, gonna set on you for your book to come out at a certain time frame. That's one thing I've noticed in a lot of publishers. I'm not gonna say any names that they don't hit their release date. Mm -hmm. It gets pushed, pushed out a little farther, pushed out a little farther. Then their fan base wins. We're yeah. not gonna have that with six. And that's, like you said, that, that's super admirable because I know there's, again, not naming names. There's books that I got issue one, and then six months later, issue two shows up in my pool list. I'm like, oh. I I thought this was canceled. I didn't know this was a book still. Like in, you know, you lose interest. You forgot what happened. And a lot of times, honestly, in the result, like I just like I'll just I'm not going to pick up that book. Who knows when the next one's going to come out? Like you just you drop it. So it's yeah. It's, well, we we have one thing. Also, I, I want to stress is we are patient. So if you approach us and you have a series, and even if you have a couple issues in. And you say, look, I want to do get this story art completed, and I see five issues in the story art. Then we'll wait. It's plain and simple. We'll wait, particularly if we like your story, we like your series, we see where it's going, and it's something that we really want to publish. We really want you to be a part of our publishing company and our family. So we'll be patient and, and we'll wait because we understand. And this goes back to us not being business guys and not trickling down from the big tooth. You know, we're a family first company. I mean, you can hear my grandson, like I said, back in the background. We're because we're independent. We are we are independent guys. So we understand better than you think, better than you realize exactly what it takes and the sacrifices it takes to get your book out and to get published. And we want to reward your sacrifice if you were putting it in and you say hey i got three issues in i, I want to get these last two issues done and then i'll be ready to publish yeah we will wait for you take do whatever you need to do but if you 
yeah, we you come with three issues and you say it's a five issue story arc, and I might be through with issue four next year sometime, issue five the year after, then yeah, that's not actually conducive to what we want. We're looking for and what we want to do, and it actually you know. You continue your own publishing plan because it, it's working for you. You're continuing to publish books. And who knows? I may become a fan. I buy independent comic books. Uh, anybody who's my Facebook friend will tell you that's all they see going up on my page is books. Uh, I'm a part of this thing, the hashtag Indie Comic Collection Challenge. And if you go to that, you'll see all these independent comic books, you know, because I've been doing it. For, I've been into comic books for years. So, and when I say I'm big on indies, I understand exactly what it is to work to publish your book. And as a publisher, I'm willing to be patient until you get to that point where you're ready to publish yeah, because it's only going to be beneficial for both of us. So we, we've danced around it. We've turned around it. What makes the submission say, you know, we've talked about uh, the vision of your story, first and foremost, your schedule, what you have done versus what you plan to do. What are other things that somebody can do to stand out when they submit to Second Sight? It's, for me, it just has to be a good story. I, I have, uh, I've been reading comic books for a long time. I started out as a kid, uh, reading war stories back when they were 10 cent. <laughs> so uh, having, a, having read comic books all my life and read good stories from good writers and seeing good artwork, you know, I kind of feel like uh, when I see something that looks good, I know that it's good. And then I'm able to pass that on to get the opinion of the other independent creators that work with me. So an art guy um with me i want to see something different um some something that's not really being done or being done a lot uh like i'm i'm okay with doing a black and white book you know as long as it's something different within that realm like for instance my um, book called Sunny. It's black and white throughout. With a little bit of shading, but we have a hint of red throughout the whole book. It pops. Mm -hmm. That's something that's not been that that's not being done a lot. I know Marvel got the new Wolverine book coming out that's black, white, and red. You know, something like that, that's very impactful. That's something that we're looking for. It's different. Yeah, I, that, those sunny for the people definitely go check that out because it's like a, the stuff that I saw, it's stunning to, I guess, to compare it because everybody wants to compare it. Like in Schindler's List, when you're watching Schindler's List and the little girl has like the little red dress and you're just like, what? Except this is like an evil version of that. Like the kid, you know, you're like, oh, no, that's, that's not good. And when I say, I mean, like, not good in like scary, creepy, something's about to go down not good like it's and it pops and like you say you know it it adds to the story i i feel like you know that's part of the storytelling process is those little pops of red um are, are really cool and so yeah stuff like that um, well here's a here's a moment of shameless promotion self-promotion 
this fall, we'll have a comic book coming out called Second Sight Publishing Presents Harvest of Horrors. And you actually will get a chance to see a, I think, seven-page preview of Sonny in that book. Mm, nice. Not only that, you down here, Arisian, um, Marcus Story, which looks great. Oh, oh my God. It looks great. It gives you that East, that old EC comic style. Then we have another uh, another story that's picture this. It's like sketch art with a twist. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Man, I can't wait to check check that out. Um like we mentioned at the top of the show, people can go onto your website. Um you're in Diamond, so they can go to their LCS and and order them and stuff um because not not only am i a big indie guy i'm a big local comic shop guy like i I, those big bookstores i don't like to buy comics there um especially right now you know i know a lot of local comic shops need need the love and things Uh, i've been going to my local comic shop i'm not gonna say how many years i'm just gonna say my whole life uh and now my kid you know my he he's five years old today he has a pull list like he gets his scooby-doo and his teen titans books and everything you know he he gets his books at the same store and so it's I, i'm a big lcs thing and i think that that pat you know it's because they have that passion for comics you know they love comics it's just in that that same passion i see you know i kind of kind of stalked you guys you know i found you guys i found the website uh did everything and then added you on twitter added you on facebook you know and so i kind of saw uh that not only on your professional side but Marcus, like you're saying on your personal side too you guys are comic fans you're comic creators and comic fans first and i i think that's why second sight is such a cool idea such a cool venture such a cool company um and yeah i think everybody needs to to check them out uh before we head out uh, yeah it's about that time you guys have any parting words of wisdom or more play like i said check out all the books i, I guarantee you second sight has something because you guys have horror sci-fi capes fantasy i mean you guys have have it all really yeah i have something um we are currently taking submissions all across the board. Horror, superhero, sci-fi, fantasy. If you have a, a, a story, series, one-shot, pitch it to us. Like I mentioned before, it, your chances of getting in are a lot greater if you have at least two issues done. Mm. Like Marcus said, we are patient. We're, we're very patient, actually. Just pitch what you have, and we will either give you a yes or a no. If, if we give you a no, we let you know why. We don't just do this automatic send off where you don't thank you for submitting to Second Strike Publishing. But we don't do that. We tell you why. Yeah. Why we turned it down. And if we turned it down. And I can I can speak to that because 
I, I submitted and you guys were like, Hey, you know, this is what we're looking at. What do you think? And I was like, well, this, and you're like, well, yeah, that's kind of where we're going. You know, we're not going to do that. And I, and again, that was another thing I super appreciated as a creator. Cause I know so many people don't, you don't even get that automated letter. They just don't respond to you. And you're just like, Oh, I yeah. Well, that, once again, that goes back to us being independent creators and, you know, we've walked in these shoes, we've walked in each other's shoes because we've been trying to do the same thing. It may have been on different levels, but still we've been trying to do the same thing. And we, we know how it feels when you not only get that rejection, but the just a blanket, thank you for calling, hang up rejection. Yeah. So yeah, we, we don't want to do that. that that's the equivalent of it's not, you it's me like the, the yeah. <laughs> come on man if you ever heard that before <laughs> then yeah <laughs> but i also i'd like to add a lot of the submissions front we are taking submissions for both mississippi zombie and for the second site publishing presents which is another anthology because uh we know some of the independent guys they want to stay independent they want to stay stay self-published that's cool but that doesn't stop them from, you know, throwing a story out. Uh, mm. Issue two of Mississippi Zombie, we've got people in it like uh, Travis Gibb, for example. Uh, Tra uh, Travis is a friend. And Travis said, hey, I got a zombie story. I said, hey, I got a place to put your zombie story. Uh, Alfred Page, before he actually signed with us, he submitted a story for Mississippi Zombie. And it was uh, actually a chess-related story. So and him branching out, that just caused more interest in, in him as a writer and the chess series that he's able to take characters and now uh, branch them off into horror. Uh, Jonathan Hedrick, it, uh, he has a story that will be in there. He's a freak show princess. So, you know, like I said, these independent. It's all about being independent. And you can stay self-published. And if you want to submit a story, then, uh, you know, if you got a 12-page story you want to turn in, uh, something you've been working on that, you know, you just don't know what to do with it, send it to us. Let us check it out. We may have someplace we can publish it. That's cool. Well, guys, I want to say thank you again so very much for doing this. Um, it's been a blast. It's a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. Hopefully, all the listeners and stuff uh, out there will take a lot away from this because it, it it's been great. And thank you for Second Sight, for that boost that you give the independent creators. It's something that is desperately and dearly needed in the world of comics. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you guys so much. Well, we're glad to be here. And uh, we plan on becoming a, a force in the publishing industry, in the publishing, in the comic book industry. But more importantly, we want to be a vehicle for independent comic book creators to get their stuff that's out. That is the goal, first and foremost. I want to independent. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys.